Why is it that so many people go into sales by accident and not on purpose? Welcome to The Sales Doctor, where we talk about the process of selling and how to put more money into your pocket. I'm your host, Dr. Nate Brooks, and in this episode, we're going to talk about why so many people fail in sales. And it's very a hidden secret, but it's called fear of failure and also fear of rejection. I can recall when I first got into sales myself, I didn't start the profession of selling. I started loading trucks for United Parcel Service. I was working part-time. I say this because many times people that go into sales is not their first choice. It's normally something they say, well, I guess I'll just go into sales. Something else I can do. But now it's never their first choice. When I went into sales, my supervisor came to me and said, Nate, how would you like to go into customer service? I had no idea what that meant. So I said, sure. My job in customer service was to go out and sell UPS services to different retail locations, manufacturers, and also people that produce different items. I did. Well, after about nine months, I began to understand that I could become better. So I talked to different people about what I could do to become better in UPS. Well, they told me, you know what? If you want to become better, you had to begin to teach yourself different things. I said, fine. So I wanted to be the best at what I did. So I began to read books, take classes, and also learn how to listen to my clients. And each time I learned something new, I'd apply it. And to my surprise, my sales would increase. This turned the fuel of my ambition into increased sales and my determination to succeed. As time went on, I wanted to be the very best in customer service. So I noticed that no matter who you are, you want to be the best in your field. So you work hard, try to improve yourself, and you do it every single day. That's what I did. You see, as I began to see results, I almost immediately began to improve my mindset to make myself better. As you begin to improve your mindset, your level of ambition and determination grows. And the best of you begins to come out in the field. You begin to explode over time with ambition to become better. Then one day I learned something. I learned that anything less than a commitment to excellence is an acceptance to mediocrity. Which means that I had to begin to work on my excellence in everything I did. For example, an average athlete who goes to the Olympics, he trains for his seven years, maybe 10, maybe 12, but his average becomes no longer average. He becomes the best. In sales, as you begin to apply yourself to become better, it's going to take a little while to do it. I've been in sales for 43 years, which means that I've improved my craft and now I know exactly what to do. It takes time to be the very best in your field. What is the one area that will cause more people in sales to fail? It's called the fear of failure, which means that whenever you have a fear of any kind, I don't care if it's imagination or what, 
that will stop you. In other words, it's a way of just putting the brakes on your success or your potential. Once you understand that the fear of failure causes you to procrastinate, delay, and avoid any situation where you may not succeed, it'll hurt you. In other words, it will stop you. But the fear of failure, the thought of failing. So how do you overcome this? Ralph Waldo Emerson said this. He said, if you would be successful in life, make the habit of doing the things you fear. If you do the things you fear, the death of fear is certain. And that's so true. I have held, had many health challenges or some health challenges, and I have to fight that fear, the fear of failing. As I begin to fight the fear of failing, I begin to succeed. Glenn Ford said this. He said, if you do not do the thing you fear, the fear controls your life. Do you want fear controlling your life? I know I don't. So I'm always working on the habit of facing my fears. As a top salesperson and sales trainer, I don't like to fail. But I realize that it's impossible to achieve my goals unless I fail over and over again on my way to my journey. James Allen in the in As a Man Think It said this, what you think about most of the time, you put your thought to it. It's also true that you become what you say to yourself all the time. So I learned that when people say, how are you doing, Nate? I always respond by saying, I'm on top. Because I know that I become what I say and what I hear about myself. I know that. Many times people say, well, how are you doing? And they'll say, oh, you know, this is wrong and that's wrong. Well, as a result, you become what you say about yourself. I have a saying in my mirror that says this. In the morning time, I may go to a client that I'm unsure about. It could be a new client. And I'm always thinking, do I have this? Do I have that? What if I don't have this or have that? Well, my mirror says, I am enough. So no matter what they want, if I don't have it, in my mind, I say, you know what? I am enough. People have to understand that they are enough. They have everything they need and then some. I learned a secret many years ago. When I think I cannot do it, I begin to tell myself, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And emphasize it. As I begin to say those things to myself, I begin to do what I fear. In other words, I overcome the fear of failure. The second thing I learned was this. It's called call reluctance. I will never forget I was reading a book one time called Call Reluctance. As I read the book, I began to doubt myself as far as going to see my clients, what I would do, how I would do it. And I said, Miss, this doesn't make sense to me. So I began to tell myself that I can do it. I'm going to do it. And I began to understand things. And then I learned a secret that turned me around is this. In my presentation, they would tell me, no, they wouldn't want to buy. I would take that personally. But as I took it personally, I began to realize that they were not saying to me in a very personal way, we don't like you. They were saying, no, they did not like my presentation. 
In other words, I was neutral. But at the same time, I took it as if though they were saying no to me. And I began to take my rejection personal. Well, rejection is not personal. As I begin to understand how it works, I begin to look forward to getting rejection. They were not saying no to me, just no to my presentation. In recap, we spoke about how most people go into sales is not by purpose, but by accident. From there, we begin to talk about how I got into sales as far as starting customer service, then the things I did to improve myself, then the things that stop most people in sales called fear of failure, what you should do about it, how you should make a habit of embracing fear, facing it, that will be the death of it. Also, how fear of rejection hurts lots of salespeople and how we have to understand that when we get a fear of rejection, it's not, don't take it personal. It's not against you. It's against your presentation. If you would like to learn more about Nate Brooks coaching our sales courses or how you can become a better salesperson, please write me. Nate at brooksresult.com. I'd be more than happy to talk to you to put together a program to show you how you can go to the next level. You always can become better, but until you understand, get people in your circle, in your environment that can take you up. If people don't take you up, they'll take you out. And as always, stay on top because you certainly deserve it.